It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Auburn basketball's season continues to take shape piece by piece. And one of the biggest pieces now is the SEC schedule. And we have a little bit of news to talk about with that. Now, we've been putting together this schedule throughout the offseason very slowly. We'd get a neutral site game here, a home and away series here, a, you know, just a single one-off game news item here, mainly, obviously, with non-conference. But the big chunk of it, the big thing that marks that we're close to having a full schedule is when we start getting news about SEC conference play. And we know about who the Tigers will be playing twice, only at home and only away. And I'm very excited and intrigued by some of the matchups that are going to happen at each of these different locations. So we're going to dive into that here on Ever to Podcast, our short-form audio and visual series where we talk about the news, the rumors, the discussion points that are prevalent to the Auburn family at this current point in time. Make sure that you are subscribed on all different formats, whether you're watching here on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast. You don't want to miss out on content on either format because there is sometimes exclusive stuff. Only there are special things and those different things. So just make sure you're subscribed all there. And one more quick note, we'll mention this at the end of the podcast as well. Our 2022 survey is out. We do every single year trying to get perspectives from you. So check out links in the description for ways that you can Hit that link and obviously go and take part in that survey and help shape the future of the E2C network. Let's dive into this news. SEC schedules, not the dates. Now, let's let's clarify that. Not the dates. That's usually the more all-important thing. But at least now we can talk about who Auburn will be playing in each of those different categories. There's three of them. There's three groups, two games, away games, and home games. And there's some likely characters that you're not going to be surprised to talk about, but some intriguing storylines that could develop out of these selections, I guess you'll call them, or decisions that were made by the SEC office about who is playing where and not necessarily when, but what the matchups will look like going forward as they finalize things. Uh, One quick note that Auburn and Memphis have decided to play a neutral site game. We'll be doing a separate video about that a little bit later down the road um, as that news becomes more official, even though it's pretty much official at this point, talking about that matchup because that has some exciting things uh, coming up. But let's let's talk about these, uh, these SEC matchups. I'll give them to you in their groups. Two games. This is who Auburn will be playing both home and away. The likely cast, right? Same as in football divisions, you've got your rivals that you play every single year, no matter what. Your interdivisional, well, your interdivisional rival, you, you play all those teams, but you get the point. Auburn and Georgia play each other, each other every year. Alabama and Tennessee play each other every year. It's the same thing here in basketball. They went away with divisions, uh, and they just have everybody playing each other with this group. So Auburn's every single year, Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss. Why Ole Miss? I don't know. 
It still confounds me to this day. And to, much to my chagrin and most Auburn basketball fans, we sometimes have trouble with Ole Miss in basketball. Don't really like having to face them multiple times a year. But, hey, look, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Also on this list, along with Alabama, Georgia, and with Ole Miss, the Tennessee Volunteers and the Texas A&M Aggies. Now, you can be one of, two, one of two things. You can be very happy about, just as a college basketball fan, about these two additions to having a home and away, or you can be very worried about this. And I think both are valid points because let's just start by saying this. I think both Tennessee, obviously, but I also believe that Texas A&M will likely be in the top half of the SEC, if not the entire year, when everything shakes out. You know, they had some struggles, Texas A&M did, throughout the season last year, but they kind of finished pretty strong, didn't they? Uh, even though they didn't make the tournaments, you know, there were some arguments there. I believe I have that right. I'm pretty sure they're the ones that got snubbed out of the tournament. But um, I expect them being coached by Buzz Williams to get it figured out and make themselves competitive for the majority of the year. So that's going to be tough, right, having to play what we think is going to be a great team both at home and away, gives you two cracks at them. But, hey, it's, it's could be also to your detriment if they're a lot better than advertised. Tennessee. We all know how much the Tennessee matchup means, not just because it's Auburn and Tennessee and Kentucky right now and Arkansas, um, as of late, has established themselves as the dominant group of the SEC basketball crew. I think this one obviously makes a lot more sense and a lot more means a lot more to Auburn and Tennessee fans because of the connection of Bruce Pearl. And while as we get further and further away from the time that Bruce Pearl was actually the Tennessee head coach, you know, there's still always going to be that storyline, that feeling there. So there's something special about Bruce playing Tennessee and Bruce beating Tennessee potentially in um, Knoxville. So I'm excited to play them twice. Was not happy how last year went or, you know, shaked out. So <laughs> I would like two opportunities to repay the favor if we can this year. Now, they're going to be really tough to beat. As I mentioned, they will likely be in the argument for top three the entire season. So when you talk about two games, teams that you want to see, Georgia, you don't mind seeing twice. Um, Ole Miss depends. You maybe don't mind seeing them twice. Alabama you know, everybody thinks that they're going to have, you know, this great awakening at any point. I don't necessarily see that happening. Um, I don't think they're pushovers. So you look at that group, you're like, okay, not the worst thing to see twice in a row, but then you see Tennessee and Texas A&M. A little bit challenging, but it makes for good, good college basketball and good SEC basketball. Let's dive into the – let's do away games, okay? Because I think here there's not as much to discuss the reason why you're going to find three or there's four teams total. Let me give you the list. Uh, Kentucky, LSU, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. Obviously it's always a challenge to play Kentucky in Rupp arena. It's always something we relish. We love the opportunity to remind the Kentucky Wildcats that they're not the top cats all the time anymore. That was reserved for us. You've got LSU, who is uh, reeling. You've got South Carolina, who is, I wouldn't call it reeling, but 
surprisingly has found themselves maybe a little bit lower down the totem pole after losing Frank Martin um, as their head coach. I, I can't remember if it was a firing or just a moving on type of situation. Um, likely them not being much of a challenge. And Vanderbilt, you know, everyone believes that they're going to get this thing turned around and be back to the Vanderbilt of old. And I just don't know if that's going to happen yet. But right now I look at Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and LSU in the away column. Frankly, I don't think you could have gotten any better of a draw. <laughs> That's just me. Now, let me just say this. For those of you that have been following E2C Network content, you've probably heard me lament before about how much I hate the Vanderbilt Arena. Your benches are beneath the baskets, essentially. Don't get me started on that. That 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 is the worst part about this. Not going there just simply because you have to play Vanderbilt on the road, but because you have to see that arena, that court set up on TV. I get upset over it for no reason. It just, it it boggles the mind. Um, But yes, I do think LSU and South Carolina will not be as big of challenges, but that's what we think right now. Things could obviously change on a dime. Hopefully it does and it remains the same. That Kentucky game, though, Going to be a challenge, but I think it's one that Auburn's up to the task against. We'll have to just wait and find out. But you can definitely know that that one's going to be marked on the calendar, not just for Auburn, but for the Kentucky fans to return the favor after how much a big deal we made about it last year. Pearlville and all that. I know it's not Pearlville anymore. That's just what we kind of all know. When I say Pearlville, you know what I mean. Home games. Let's look at them. This is where things, I think, set up even more favorably for Auburn. You got Florida, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Missouri. All one time at home. All one time at home. Now, when you look at this group, um, I think most people, the the layman college basketball fan, kind of dismisses Missouri. Probably right now dismisses Mississippi State. I think that's a mistake, though, especially if we were playing them in the hump over in Starkville. Um, Florida and Arkansas, most people know them as usual powers of college basketball. Here's the thing, though. The Florida one playing at home is going to be awesome because our former assistant coach, Todd Golden, who got the promotion to come to Florida, uh, is going to be coming back home to play us. That's going to be a big one, and it's going to be a nice reunion with Coach Pearl that one has me excited for that. But it, it's Florida, right? You know, they've got the name brand. They've got the the talent they usually bring in. Will they be the Florida of old? Probably not. Maybe just in the back end of that upper half of the SEC. Maybe a little bit higher. Uh, but getting them on our home court is a big advantage that we definitely want to use against a team like Florida who has the ability to turn things around quickly, even under a coaching regime change. Arkansas. Arkansas. You Arkansas fans on our YouTube channel, y'all are crazy. You make me laugh and smile. I love to give you crap and make fun of your little call with the wee pig suey situation there. Still one of the more confounding and confusing uh, battle cries that you'll ever fight in (laughs) college sports. This game, every, every publication, right? Every publication has Arkansas winning the SEC as the number one team, and frankly, rightfully so. Now, you'll find some with Kentucky still, right? But it's it's usually a conversation between Auburn, Kentucky, 
Arkansas, Tennessee, with really Tennessee at the moment, most people kind of put them on the outside looking in. I think if you would take the average, most people are saying Arkansas, Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee is the ranking. And I don't disagree with that completely. Obviously, I'm a little biased, though. The Arkansas game, they are going to be the favor people to win the SEC the entire season, and getting them at home is going to be huge. And we definitely need to return the favor after them knocking us off of our pedestal as number one. They made a big deal about us. Felt good, right? Did they show up uh, to see Kentucky? That's what I was told. And and I don't know that the game didn't count because, uh, you know, certain players for Kentucky weren't playing in the game, even though Kentucky wasn't that, you know, how all that works. Uh, Regardless of that, Arkansas is going to be quite a handful, and getting them at home is going to be huge. If you have an Arkansas win on your resume, along with what could be a strong non-conference, you are in the tournament. I mean, just I'll just say that right there. I mean, there's more that goes into than that, but I respect the heck out of Arkansas this year, and very pleased that we got them there. Mississippi State, again, very similar to Ole Miss. You just never. I would say I would probably put more fear in. Um, Mississippi State, them beating us at home than an Ole Miss situation. Uh, but I'm glad that we have them there, and I'm glad we don't have to go to the hump. Missouri's weird, man. Missouri will just do nothing for a long time, and then they'll just go on a streak. It's weird, right? It's it's really weird. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're at least in the conversation, maybe outside looking into the top half of the SEC, if not higher. This is another team I'm glad we're getting at home because they usually play us well at their place or we don't play well there, however you choose to look at it, maybe a combination of the two. I'm just happy how this whole thing shook out. The key points here for me are this. When you look at these three different groups, two games, home games, and away games, and obviously we'll know dates later because that's going to really factor into what really is a win or a loss for Auburn in terms of who they have to play, when they have to play them. It's going to be that Tennessee double matchup at home and away. That's a big one, obviously, just from storylines reasons, but because of the how everything's going to shake out this year. Kentucky on the road. That's a big one, obviously. Same reasons as Tennessee and then Arkansas at home. But I don't look past that Florida game with Todd Colden coming in here. I think that's going to be a big one as well. That is your SEC Matchups. I don't want to call schedule officially because we know don't know the times. We don't know the dates, all that kind of stuff. Times usually get figured out a little bit later on anyway, or in TV stuff like that. But what looks to be not, I would say, a cakewalk for Auburn, there are going to be some challenges, but what could be a very well favorably set up SEC schedule, depending on how everything stacks out with dates, I'm super Super excited for it. And I want to hear from you guys. What do you think about all this? Is there anything that you would have liked to have seen change? Anything you would have preferred? I would like to know from you in the comments section on YouTube. Hit me up on social media. Me personally on Twitter at KyleLoomis24. I almost gave you my old one. <laughs> or you can hit us up at E2C Network on Twitter as well or any other social media that you'd like to connect with us on. As a reminder, make sure you take that survey. Links in the description for the video on the podcast hit that link go over there it takes five minutes it is a huge help to us and please do make sure you're subscribed on youtube on the podcast on social media everything so you can get every bit of our content and get the whole of the auburn experience until we talk to you again war eagle